This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Carol Baskin on the air today but she's proper British um okay so hi Carol Baskin how are you hi how you doing good how are you um I'm fine I'm um you're my first of three recording victims of the day well I shouldn't use the word victim around you Watch out. Um, yeah, you truly. You might feed me to tigers. You might mince me up and put them in your little yeah, you freezer. Never know. I've oh got God. plenty of ammo. Yeah, honestly, she's fucking crazy. Okay, we will yeah. get on to your name because it's a really weird coincidence. You have the same name as Carol Baskin. Um, <laughs> I'm getting so much hate on social media. Yeah, and I wonder why. Me. I need my husband to the tigers. I no. my boyfriend. That's your that's your other that's your other ego. Um so what I what I like to do at the beginning is basically have everybody um state their names and tell us a random fact about like literally anything in life. Anything. I've heard about bees, tomatoes, restaurants, the pandemic, music, all that stuff. Um a random fact about anything and then a lesson learned from an awkward situation. Okay. So whenever uh, you well, random are fact, ready. did you know that sunflowers, when there's no sunshine out, turn towards each other? <gasps> Stop. Because they're shaped like this. Isn't that so nice? That's so cute. I didn't know it's that. Not like it's very romantic. Yeah. Which suits person. <laughs> <laughs> That's so endearing. Because sunflowers are the happy flowers. Exactly. They, you know. And when there's no sunshine out, they turn towards each other. Mm. So nice. I love that. Okay, that's my favourite so far. Sorry, everybody else. I think that's my favourite. Um, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> and then, lesson I've learned from an awkward situation... Yes. ...is every time a guy tries to hit on you, tell him you just gave birth. Oh, my God. Uh, hello. It works a treat. Can you... T- I'm like, oh, so thank you for buying me a drink. But also, just so you know, full disclosure, I gave birth about three weeks ago, and it's just, like, really tearing down there. Oh. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to go there. And then they're what the it, like, and they leave you alone. What did you just come up with this, or is this something you heard in like a? No, I just like I was in the I was in the situation. And I was like, hmm, let me think. How can I get rid of this guy? Telling him I'm a lesbian hasn't worked. Yeah. Uh, telling him that I have a boyfriend also hasn't worked. Yeah. Pregnancy, vaginas. Yeah, because nothing is scarier. That's my vagina. Yeah. Well, how can I put him off that? It's torn. Yeah. Nothing is scarier than like a woman who's just given birth. And yeah. a woman who's just given birth vagina, because they have to like. I mean, I get the whole thing scares the shit out of me. Obviously, it scares the shit out of me. But, you know, vaginal um, tearing is real. I'm yeah. like, it's torn from my vagina to my anus. You don't want to see it. My whole. And the more detail you go into, the more they don't want to have sex with you. Oh, that's so good. Man. And then, but also the thing that I find low key insulting is that they've never been like. Well, you look great for just having given birth. <laughs> you and I'm your like, really you petite figure. Is that what this is? Oh my god, that's so funny. Fucking it's hell! It's a go-to. It's a classic. It's become a staple now. That that's good. I uh, oh my god, there was one time in 
the states where I was walking in New York. This was a while ago. Um, I didn't have a I didn't have a partner at the time, um, and this guy was like I think he had been following me, but I didn't really note it because in New York everyone follows each other. Like it's just you're all salmon, you know, salmon fishing in the Yemen, but you're not Emily yeah. Blunt going the other way. Like you know, not all romance, that stuff. nice. No, not at all. Fucking weird. fucking weird, fucking gross and slimy, but. Um, but this guy came up to me and he's like, oh my God, I was just, you know, looking at you crossing the street and all that. And I, and he was like, I was wondering if I could get your number. And I literally said to him, my husband just died. <laughs> I was like, I went straight into like, I'm a widow. Like, please. I'm, I'm a widow. I'm a widow. Well, I either do that or I do, I'm actually, I'm, I'm underage. Yeah. Both of us That's look. That's my other go-to. I'm like, I'm actually 15 and mm-hmm. you're a paedophile. <laughs> So no, we I'm both... gonna call my mom now. Yeah, yeah, I will. And my gonna beat you up, and she's gonna, and my mom's gonna come pick me up, and she's gonna have strong words, because yeah. you, you and I are definitely typecast way below our age. Oh yeah, my casting is fourteen to fifteen. Don't you know it? Fourteen? Are you shimmy? Oh my god! Yeah. Mine... Look, I'm not five foot tall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mine is. And I got the face of a child. Mine's like fifteen to probably. Like seventeen, <laughs> eighteen. Yeah, I, think I, I, could, I think I could pull off seventeen if I like had fake boobs or something. Right. Yeah, or if they did Robert Downey Jr. and they made you taller with your shoes or whatever. Although exactly. height doesn't define how old you look, but Mm-mm. but when but it plays a part. Yeah, when you're so petite as well, it like yeah, I agree. No, I get it. I get it. Um. So a lot of people have been as we're in quarantine right now. A lot of people have been saying that because. Someone said, I think it was on someone on television or something. Someone said that at the moment, a coming out of quarantine, people are either going to be pregnant, going for a divorce, or a breakup. Like that's yeah. it. If you're pr- quarantined with your partner, those are the three options. But so a lot of people have been um, leaning on dating apps for quarantine time because you know it's mm-hmm. like you don't have to see these people, um, yeah. but you can talk to them. Quarantine in- Bay. Quarantine Bay. There we go. Um, tell me, do you have any... Now, this I actually don't know. Do you um, have any stories? Have you experienced that I we'd do, like to actually. hear? I do, actually. I only have one, and it's not very exciting. Well, it's, no, it's quite exciting. I've been on one Tinder date in my life. Very nice. And I ended up dating him for six months. Oh, shit. Yeah, we had a great long-distance relationship. We uh-huh. got on really well, met the family, the whole nine yards. He came to my birthday. <gasps> That's so sweet. I had Easter Sunday with him. He was great. We're still good friends. Like, he's a great guy. Uh, he just can't keep his dick in his trousers. But yeah. That's okay. <laughs> uh, who can? We hate um, that. Yeah, honestly. Uh, <laughs> um, wow, so you've done well on on uh, dating Yeah, 100% apps. success rate. Watch out. Watch out for Carol Baskin on... Tinder. she's out on the prowl she... wow. <laughs> that's funny um shit that's really awesome because i feel like stories uh from these apps and stuff either go um you know never speak to them again or yeah um or you're together for years for a long time for a long time that's brilliant six months isn't too long but it's also like it's it a middle ground time. yeah <laughs> my god it's a middle ground you know yeah, um, and easy, like not too intense, and especially and you know, was, like I'm in love with someone else. I was like, that's okay. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that. That's Godspeed. <laughs> I mean, he then cheated on her, but like, 
still. Okay. Yeah, but you know what? You got out of there when you did, and that's brilliant. Good He's on a you. great boy, just a shit boyfriend. No, that happens, you know. You know, like most men. Yeah, there we go. That happens. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but I, I have a Tinder-related story, actually. Oh, go well. on. I got Tinder. So me and my boyfriend of three years mm-hmm. split up in October this year. Mm-hmm. And so like after about, ago. I want to say, four months of being single, I was like... One of my very close friends at drama school was like, why don't we just get Tinder? And so both of us got Tinder and I had it for about two hours <laughs> until I realised I don't know if I want to date someone on t- who's on Tinder. Yeah. Too much access to too many women. And also, oh I God. don't... Re- I live in Paris and I don't love French men. Right. Tell me why. <laughs> Not to generalise, but I'm gonna. Yeah. They're short, generally. <laughs> I know I can't talk, I'm also short. I don't hate short men, but I hate short men when they're arrogant. Yeah. And that the French are. Their sense of humour is shocking compared yeah. to the English. We love to take the piss out of ourselves. They yeah. cannot. I yeah. know that. Not fun. French. <laughs> and then also, they cheat. Really? Is that like... Yeah, famously. Yeah. Because there a lot of other people that I've had on the um well on the podcast have talked about who have done study abroad, and they've talked about the difference between see they're coming from the states though, um mm, coming the from exotic factor in you also uh, were born speaking French, where yeah, exactly. some of these so I'm like yeah the novelty is not exciting to me yeah my mom speaks French it's not sexy no it were yeah but that's the thing is for for the people who I've spoken to who. They both speak French. One of them's like practically fluent, but mm. they had the. Um, they're coming from a different world. They're coming from the states. I feel like people. I don't. I don't really know the difference in all of it. There are so many times people ask me like, you know, what's the difference between or what are the similarities between London and New York? And then I realized, London is like a cross between New York and Paris, or like yeah. it's not a cross between, but it is the. The centre of the Venn diagram. But us, it's so much closer, so it's less Mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah, that's true. Whereas for Americans, it's like that much further away, and it's like, oh, so exotic, and we're like, no, it's two minutes in the Eurostar. (laughs) And it's, yeah, and it's also Europe. Quicker for for me to get to Paris from London than it is to get to Bristol. (laughs) Is that true? Is it faster? probably not. It's it's probably about the same. Like to Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Or to get to Scotland, for sure. Um, Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, I didn't ask. With this Tinder date that you were together for a while, did you um did you know him? Yeah, so like I didn't actually know him, but I saw that we had loads of mutual friends because like I don't know if still because I deleted it very quickly, but back in the day you could yeah. see if you had mutual friends through Facebook on Tinder. Oh yeah, for and sure. we had like a hundred and ninety mutual friends, and I was like, oh, oh my god, okay, fine. I didn't really fancy him that much, but I was like, yeah, okay. And so my like chat up line was like, are you in the same theatre company as me? Because he was. And ah, I knew he was, and he was like, yes, I am! And mm-hmm. the friends that we had mutual friends with, we didn't tell them, we didn't want them to know that we met on Tinder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, lived same, he lived in the same city as me. Right. And so we said that I fell off my bike and was about to be hit by a bus, and he dramatically came in and saved my life. Oh, that's a good start. So people think that that's how we met, but it isn't. That's... We met on Tinder. <laughs> oh my God, that's really funny. The Yeah, I... I did the same course and I literally only speak to you and like one other person from it. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, because I did like an extension of the course where we did a show. Yeah. I have like a great group of friends from that who, yeah. funnily enough, I always end up dating their friends. There we go. <laughs> I've dated five of them. I've five of them. I've dated their friends. Whoa. And they were currently. I'm yeah. talking to one of their friends. Really? <gasps> Love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. See, Carol and I beforehand were just having a catch up, and we realised we ha- both had the epiphany. Although she said it first, was um, don't date actors, especially yeah, if you're an actor. Especially if Go you're on, an actor. Don't do it. See, see, I always thought it was a good idea because I was like, they'll understand the lifestyle, they'll understand yeah, yeah. if you book a holiday, I can't go because I've got an audition. But also, they're so annoying. Yeah. And so emotionally unavailable. Because they're and also in the course that I uh, was am just kind of coming to the conclusion of there were with this university and with this program there was kind of the saying of like gay until proven straight and but there were just a few in my program people who were just like almost the token straight boys and so (laughs) they got what they wanted you know what I mean it's because also so many hot girls who are actors yeah exactly and my cream of the crop (laughs) my partner and I are both in very different professions and he's definitely the um straighter edged logical Virgo he's like you know everything needs structure and everything needs scheduling whereas for me I'm so aloof I'm you know in my practice in my um you know my drama studies and stuff. I'm there rolling around on the floor. As are you. You know you're yeah, the I mean, extreme of it. Paper bag floating through the sky. Oh, that's my. Katie Perry, shout out. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, for but us, like, it's we like... spent a whole three weeks learning how to move like iron. Really? Yeah, it's a text. How, how do you move like iron? iron? I I can show you how the color yellow moves if you want. <laughs> oh yeah. See, that's exactly what we do. It's like we experiment with. Yeah. And my a partner would honestly be like, this is just he in his head. He's like, this is such a waste of money. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because sure. it's fun. Um, <laughs> it's fun. I've always dated actors. I'm like, you'll get it. You yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's just too many big heads in one space. Yeah. And... But also, this is the thing. I realized my ex of three years was an actor. Right. Is an actor. Mm-hmm. And um, we both take up a lot of space. Yeah, for sure. And so I ended up like quieting myself down to uh, let him take up the space in, in like a group situation yeah and then when he it kind of worked relatively well at one point where like he would get like tired and then move out and then I would take over yeah but I always felt that I was holding a bit of myself back because I didn't want to dampen his shine I got you when I need to glow babe. yeah you fucking do you <laughs> you know I mean this girl right here is the shining like star of everyone's <laughs> world I mean there's always stuff you know going on and she you're too kind you are too kind it's truly true um but yeah no it's honestly it it's hard work because when you're both so uh, you know exactly the phrase where you need to take up space and that's thing you learn at drama school is you're like you learn to take up space and you learn that you deserve to exactly so when my partner and I met oh my god nearly two years ago I literally haven't even spoken to a guy for half that time in the past so this is a a miracle to me but um Mm. and just amazing 
but it's because he's he, blacked, I'm telling you. Yeah, true. Like it honestly, it's it is. But when we first met, I was like having an actual legit manic episode. My hair was bright blue. I mean, like my world was a mess. I was a mess in my world. And you did rock that blue um, hair. well, thank you. I looked really sexy. I've actually dyed the underbit of. See, I dyed the underbit of my hair blonde. This is why I'm I love do... speaking to you, because every time I speak to you, you've got a different hair, and I love it. <laughs> Wait, that's so I've had the same haircut since I was 12. Yeah, but look how long it is now. You're like, oh you're like Goldilocks, but it's... Well, no, not Goldilocks, Rapunzel, but it's brown. No, your hair looks so good that length. Because when we first met, it was quite short, I think. It was short. I yeah. cut it short because I was going through a bit of a crisis. But I realised oh, boys yeah, don't fancy me with short hair. Yeah. No. See, I... I haven't got a great face. My, I cut my hair myself about about a year ago. And then I, my, my partner was like... He was... Oh, no. It was about six months ago. He was coming off a night shift. So he was asleep during the day. And then I went and got my hair cut in the morning. And then I went in to surprise him. And I was like, oh, morning. Like, hello. You know, 5 p.m. before he's heading off to his night shift. And he just looked at me and he went, where's all your hair gone? (laughs) And I was like, it's on the floor in the uh, salon. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I just touch my hair too much when it gets long. But... um, Me too. That's why I always tie it up normally. It's always a bun. Yeah, same, same. Every time anyone used to draw me when we were at school, it would always be with a bun. Really? That's interesting. That was like my go-to look. That's interesting. Um... But yeah, when I met my partner, I had like bright blue hair. It was really short. And like, I was singing on the tube. Like, I was just, you know, I was what I wish I was all the time. (laughs) Um, But I I think it was so, he was so like, he's so science driven and Mm. all that. Like his, he definitely works from the logic. He definitely works from the other side of his brain than Mm. I do. So we complement each other. But when we're both so far extremes, we need to meet in the middle. You know you what I mean? You need to have difference, though. You need to have a yin and yang. So, so we touched, we briefly touched upon a few minutes ago, um, the fact that we met over this drama course seven years ago, and there are a whole yeah. other bunch of, because it was everyone was sort of in mixed housing, like you were on a floor. Yeah, with we need to set the and... scene. Okay, it was a bunch of sixteen to eighteen year olds. Oh my god, in everyone horny. 18, but no one was thirteen apart from one girl who is amazing. Yeah, um, she glowed but, up, and she like killing it at the game yeah. because she was like super talented mm-hmm. even at 13 whereas we weren't unfortunately we were 16 <laughs> and so it was a bunch of like horny teens in with in freedom a like mixed housing mm-hmm. like rubbing over each other all the time in the course and like yeah. it was wild yeah and it's actually where i lost my virginity no stop I mean, I say that, but I know the story. I mean, you I weren't there. in the room next door, yeah. right? <laughs> I, I was. Uh, I helped set it up. Not that I was good at it at the time. But um, so do you want to tell us about Ryan and what happened? Yeah. So, well, it was a very funny story. We, like, fancied each other from the first time we saw each other. Yeah. And we were both virgins. Thank you. And we were like, yeah, why not? Let's just do it. But both of us didn't really know how it worked and were kind of freaked out about it. And so he put two condoms on. Oh my God, he double-bagged it. Which found out later that's actually less safe. Yeah, friction. But who knew? Not me at 16, I'll tell you that for free. And then also there was just like no foreplay. It just went straight oh. for the kid. But And then he Good was the, ever the charmer, then shagged someone else like a week later in the room above me but yeah so uh he he was a I mean, great cat i mean pretty much encapsulates any relationship i've ever had is summarized from that experience <laughs> 
he was a he was a good looking chap and you were a beautiful pair but that was it that was like that was it. it was and just he had a, a shell of humor and we laughed a lot but but it was just oh, a shell of a man but it but wasn't no. even a man it was a 16 year old boy it was I remember a 16 year old boy and me and yeah. like at 16 who looked even younger than 16 yeah. I remember yeah. running into him here because he came to audition for the school that in my city oh shit and I ran into him in the street and like hid <laughs> oh my and god I saw I him right away that. and then he like texted me being like did I just see you this really I want to say this was like when we were 18 like this was a long time ago yeah, yeah. maybe 17 and I just hid yeah but he saw you. That's crazy. He saw me, um, yeah. And I saw him, but I ran away. Oh my gosh. This is this is fucking crazy. God, reminiscing. Why don't we? I know, take me back. Honestly, um, what a time. time such a simpler time. Honest. Uh, I know. And at the time, all we were worried about was... Uh, I remember, actually, when we were at the course, my GCSE results came in. Um, yeah, and my, my GCSE results as well, I think. Yeah, probably. But I remember yeah. texting my mum and calling my mum and being... Because um, we basically, for context... Oh, wait, actually, we've already said it. But we were living in these ha this housing, and I live in the same city as where it was, but I was pretty far away from my home. And I remember mm. they came in the... The results came in the post, and I remember calling my mum and being like, it's a legal to open my mail because i was so afraid of her seeing my results anyway i wasn't they weren't like that atrocious but, but still, also the last part i think about that whole experience was that we were in a group full of overachievers and i, mean, I ain't an overachiever say that i again. was getting b's and c's and i was happy with that same c's get and first. everyone else was getting like 13 a stars and i yeah. was like Brilliant. oh yeah actually there was a guy that i met on that course yeah who i then didn't speak like i like would we would like stare at each other from afar mm -hmm. but never spoke and then we had the same audition for the casting audition for that season the year later really and we met and i had a boyfriend at the time who was awful like he was horrific he was so mean to me he was very like i'm gonna make you feel like shit so you don't leave me because no one else will want you Ugh, uh and gross. so i met this guy and like thankfully he fancied me and showed me that other people would mm -hmm. so i then eventually got the balls to leave this guy mm -hmm. but the guy we'll call him joe okay um he is a great person mm -hmm. he just is an actor and is quite boring yeah and so I then decided to date a guy who I went to school with, mm -hmm. who was really nice. He was my first love, like amazing guy, also a bit of a dweeb, but like mm. that's okay. <laughs> uh, and I didn't date him and he got really salty about it and really angry about it. And would like has, I don't think ever really forgiven it. Right. We're friends now, kind of, but like he went through a phase of like sending me dick pics Ugh. almost every week for about, I want to say four years oh even when you were with your partner of three years even when i was with my partner he oh my would God, constantly try and break us up and my every boy i've ever been with has absolutely hated this guy like yeah. hated him and i get it like, he's kind of gross he's good looking he's a famous actor he's yeah. doing really well he is doing really well <laughs> and he like kind of fancies your girl and by your girl i mean me yeah um <laughs> so he's a yeah so like what one of my exes actually ran into him in the street and like recognized him and he my ex was on crutches at the time uh-huh and he shouted at the top of his lungs like oi and insert the guy's name yeah fuck you and then like <gasps> hobbled off and the guy like didn't like didn't know who, who would shout it was really freaked out and like and because he's because he's 
this guy, Joe, is um, pretty well known, I think. He also, everyone who we, you and I know from these programs and stuff, know him. Like, either first-hand, second-hand. Also, like, second find hand. him really gross and creepy. Yeah. But that, but that's the thing is, so when he was walking down the street and your ex shouted that, he was probably not used to having harassment like that. Yeah, because, yeah exactly. Because he thinks everyone wants to jump on that dick, you know? Oh but my God. They really don't. Like, no. I like to talk about myself way too much. I can't be with a guy who likes to talk about themselves more. Yeah, no, truly. And that's, <laughs> but that's the thing is this guy, like he, I watched the show that he is like a regular on. I watch it, and so when I've seen it, I'm like, I know what you've done. Like I know yeah, exactly. who you are. And like I have friends now who like them, like like relatively new friends, and they'll be like, Why does this guy follow you on Instagram? And I'm like, Oh, like we yeah, like an on thing for years. Like whenever I was basically whenever I was single, I'd go back to him because he gave me what I wanted, which was like affirmation, told me I was beautiful all the time, like, those, like... fancy me. I never had sex with him though. Really. Um, yeah, I've never had sex with him. Ah, interesting. Um, and so it was like an on and off thing. Uh-huh. But now my friends are like, that, that didn't know me then. Are like, why does this guy follow you? And I'm like, oh, like, this is why. And yeah. then they'll be like, oh, like, I used to really fancy him. Um, now I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how much our worlds have, like, start- that course really... I think also because the course was from when we were teens as well, it, like, really yeah. kind of shaped who we knew after that. Um, exactly. But also because of, like, it was, like, a lot of us, it was, like, our first opening into the acting world. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, meeting people who were like us for once, you know? <laughs> and we were like, wow, this is revolutionary. I'm not, like, the annoying extrovert. Yeah. Different. And, like, there are people that are more extroverted than me. I know, it's crazy. But it's, like, it a, a lot. It's like, it was oh, a lot. Like it yeah. was exhausting. I think yeah. I slept for about a month after, after we finished. Yeah, true, truly, truly. Crazy. Um, okay, 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 cool. And beautiful Carol Baskin here um, came to see one of my A-level performances, um, yeah. which was amazing and so kind of you to do that. I don't think I ever like truly like appreciated that. Um, or said, it was such a so, treat. I loved it. It was like a. It was a really crazy performance. It was just. It, it was great though it, well thank you it was like devised me and the girls who did it were I mean there was so much drama around rehearsal space and whatever but we did it and we fucking smashed it um but uh, Carol here was uh, was staying in uh yeah she was in um well in the city at the time my parents were coming to see the show so they picked her up brought her to the countryside to see the show and then brought her back out but um they didn't drop you off at home did they where did they drop you off no, they may or may not have dropped me off at a boy's house <laughs> so that I could get laid. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they um, knew that. They were like, I don't know if she lives here or not, but I was like, yeah, she lives here. Her dad lives she here lives or whatever. Yeah, sometimes um, when she needs to. Yeah, when she needs to. Um, yeah, so wh- how long? Because I don't really know. I knew that that's what was going on, but I didn't really know much about this guy. Like, what? How did... Like, I don't really remember a lot about this guy because it was kind of like a very fleeting moment in my life. And he's kind of like, disappeared we... now, hasn't he? Yeah, so like, he's like disappeared. I don't know where he is. Oh I have a theory God. that maybe he's just died. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so he probably hasn't. Um, well, we hope not. But <laughs> he, so he, um, he was a friend of a friend from our course. Oh my god, again? Um, Seriously? Yeah, <laughs> I love dating people's friends, it turns out. Yeah, I can't of help course. It. 
Um, but I think it's because I trust that my friends have got a good, ju- good judge of character. Mm-hmm. Turns out we don't. I've been wrong a lot of times. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so this guy, um, he, we met at a, my friend's birthday party and we like kissed at the birthday party because he looked a lot like my first boyfriend and I was like, bit. Uh, that still wasn't <laughs> uh, and then so we and then he like took like three months to text me oh. after the birthday party um so it was already bad signs <laughs> um but he like um was n- the funny story about him was he was never actually able to you know yeah oh. because he wanked so much he was like a serial wanker well, that's the thing is is it's like i've read a few articles i haven't read the articles but i've seen you know captions and and titles and whatever that like porn is ruining relationships yeah because you you rely on it so much that when it comes to you know when it comes to real real vagina it's like yeah it's a little different because you you feel you know yeah no that's interesting it's interesting um so basically this guy would just continue for a long time and eventually one day i was just like well, this is such a gross story. <laughs> One day, I was like, I really need a wee. And I was like, oh, God. And I peed on him and told him that I squirted, but I didn't. Oh <laughs> I mean, if it's going to satisfy him enough to think that you're done. You I know. mean, he loved it. He was like, this is amazing. That's never happened before. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Oh. But this is the thing. Also, with porn, I think it really is. because It's not just ruining it because it's like, everyone's wanking too much yeah but also there's such weird expectations like the the things that boys have asked me to do i'm like what where did you come up with that (laughs) right bit weird but you know what i'm a pleaser so what can i do yeah true we get the gist so there's been a lot of um you talk about you know serial monogamy and stuff like that and having a bunch of you know, partners and meeting friends and stuff like that. But you broke up with your... Or things ended with your last partner about eight months ago or six months ago or something. Yeah, a while ago, yeah. What have you... How do you feel about... I guess, how do you feel about love now? And, like, is there... Because this is quite... Because there have been... There hasn't been as much time span... Um, and this is no judgment, it's just observation of like yeah, yeah. not being in a relationship. I mean, I, lo- this is the longest I've ever been single since yeah. I was 16. Wow. I have had 11 boyfriends. <sighs> Hot. <laughs> this is the thing. So I've always, I've, when I was younger, I tried to have one night stands. Yeah. But they just stuck. <laughs> um, so like, they just, like, I tried, but it never worked. Um, But I think I've learned my last relationship was so like erratic and so exciting and wild and but yeah. also really upsetting and like re- there was super high highs but really low lows yeah and i think as a society we've decided that like love should be that like lustful they turn up at your doorstep unannounced that's so exciting that's so romantic until you realize that they expect you to cancel all your plans to spend time with them when they turn up at your doorstep that's not healthy and this but I think love is actually feeling safe with someone Mm. and yeah it might come across as boring but also ultimately only boring people are boring if you think something's boring (laughs) you're boring like it's how you make it and I think that love is about being comfortable with someone not worrying that they're going to leave you not worrying that they're going to cheat not worrying that they are texting loads of other girls like it's about or that you're too much for them, or that if yeah. you tell them that you love them, it will freak them out and that they'll run away. I think that love is 
about being with someone who respects you, mm-hmm. who you feel 100% safe with. And yeah, that might be boring, but also it's not. Yeah. If you don't let it be. The the guy that I was with, that's, yeah, that that's interesting. The feeling safe thing I totally get. Um, and the, the guy that I was with for, I don't know, like six or seven weeks, a while before my current partner, so this was a few years ago, he um, ended things with me because he said, and I quote, you're too overwhelming. And, you know, that yeah. put me, and that was while I had bright pink hair, this was before I had blue hair, where I changed things up. Yeah. Like, I was so fragile and vulnerable at that time. There are some hot, I mean, this kid was, he was much younger than me. And the thing is, is I liked him because he made me feel so fun. Whereas at yeah. the time, is you know, thinking back on it, there are so many amazing people that I so easily could have made it work with. And exactly. not saying that I want any different, you know, current situation and that it would have worked better for someone else because I don't agree with that you know my partner is the person I love with all my heart but Mm. back then thinking about it now I'm like this kid was you know I was 21 he was 19 about he was a kid and he ended the like I was fucking wild and you know crazy and outgoing and all that stuff but I had like panic attacks so often and then when I had them in front of him he freaked out and was like I don't know what to do um and it just it was he then ended it I then went away to see my brother um for a long weekend and um and my brother at the time was like living his best life in another city in the states um and then we went to see a concert we went to see Nina Nesbitt who's the love of my life Uh, I saw her in Oxford she's great she is great I've seen her I've now seen her four times in concert she and I was supposed to see her fifth time and I don't mean to keep seeing her but like I do and I love her and I want her to see my wedding she speaks to my soul she does speak to your soul. Um, but she's she's just so amazing. But I, literally, I went there for the weekend and had such a great time with my brother and stuff. And I remember talking to him at one point and he just... It wasn't even about this guy that I was seeing, but I just realised, like, how do I so politely let him down? And then he texted me and was like, I think we need to talk and whatever, whatever. But yeah, so... But he literally ended things with me by saying, you're too overwhelming. And I was like, you're so fucking boring. You know how ironic this is? Because yeah. he was the other end of the spectrum, but not in the good yeah, way, like this my is partner. The thing, and I like are. no one should ever dampen your shine. And like yeah. my my ex was so our relationship was actually an open relationship because he was oh, he was terrified of commitment. Uh huh. And he was, and I was like nineteen when we met, and he was twenty five. Oh, okay. And okay. he was he's gorgeous, like the best looking guy you'll ever see, like six foot five, blonde hair, like ripped to the gods, like. <laughs> I was like, how does this guy fancy me? And then we and then he well he left he left his ex of four years for me. Oh which already should have been a red flag because any guy that does that is gonna do it to you. Yeah, likely. And I think for the first two years of our relationship, I'm not sure that he slept with that many people. Right. And our our whole thing was like, you can do it, but I don't wanna know. And I I -hmm. never did it. It's not my thing. I Mm-hmm. can't do it I haven't got the concentration span for it mm. but he <laughs> and so but then when I moved to Paris it all went downhill and the rule was no relationships you can have a sexual thing with someone else but you cannot date someone else oh, and then I got back for the summer after my first year and this girl was constantly texting and calling him and mm-hmm. I was like what's going on and he was like she really likes me I don't know what to do and I was like well you have a choice you, you should know what to do exactly and so he stayed with me but he is now with her 
It, oh, okay, so this guy is fucking trash. He left his first girl for you, left you for this other... Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I, I broke up with him, and then a month later, he started dating her. And can I just say that she is... I am five foot tall with long brown hair. She is short with long brown hair. She's also half French, and she also went to the drama school that I'm at. No, jeez. So... Do you have a type? He's got a type. <laughs> he's got a type, I mean, but also he's just, it's, you know, still in love with you. Um, but, this is the, no, but this is the thing, like, I changed my morals and I accepted things that I shouldn't have because yeah. I loved him. Yeah. But I don't think I actually loved him. I think that's the point. I think he was exciting and mm-hmm. so charismatic and so fun. But actually, I don't think I was in love with him. I think I loved him, yeah. but I wasn't in love with him. And that's the difference because that's not a safe... I was so unhappy a lot of the time because I was constantly worried about him leaving me and him cheating, yeah. not being enough for him. He ruined my self-esteem. Oh my and it left me feeling like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm like, I'm yeah. no one's ever going to want me because I'm not enough you know yeah makes that's what it makes you feel and then, yeah. and then afterwards i was like hold on i'm a catch you fucking are a catch yeah yeah like, I... sorry i'm a catch <laughs> you snooze you lose i'm really nice and i can cook yeah. <laughs> i mean also you're beautiful and so much fun and like have great morals and stuff like that now um so well, <laughs> so what I like to do at the end, well, what I like to do and what the guests I've realised really enjoy as well and the listeners enjoy is I conclude the episodes with some would you rather. Um, now, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, I'm really terrible at organising myself for these recordings, so I have to... Um, I have to look them up as we're doing this. So I'm just going to be reading them off and see what I come across and whatnot. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So would you rather, uh, oh God. Okay. Number eight on this list. <laughs> Not that that matters. Um, would you rather only have sex in the shower or only ever on the floor? Shower. Yeah, but shower gets like, I, I mean, I'm short, so it's a bit logistically difficult to do it standing up, but it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. That's true. And also less messy less messy in the shower yeah like because then you can just wash yourself oh true you don't get sweaty doesn't go everywhere <laughs> see for me for me the shower's like uh, i don't know for me the shower i don't mind the floor but the shower's just exciting it's yeah nice. that's true it gets steamy puns puns exactly um okay would you rather sex twirl at work or make a sex tape sex twirl at work definitely done it hot yeah that's good yeah i'd yeah. probably choose the same i'd probably choose the yeah same. but also sex tape like come on babe so long ago like so kim kardashian Ugh, yeah get over it my vibe i'd also be like what am i supposed to do with this after you think i'm actually gonna watch this because it's not gonna exactly. turn me on seeing my face see myself having sex. no neither uh <laughs> um okay la 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 Okay, have sexy massage together that ends with us having sex or role play in the bedroom. I mean, I feel like it's kind of the same thing, but probably sexy massage. Yeah, love that. I just love a massage. Yeah, so. me too. It doesn't have to end with a happy ending. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I'm not mad if it does. Yeah, for sure. It's a bonus <laughs> for the boner. Exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, last one. Someone else. Okay, have sex with someone watching or watch someone having sex in person. So be the voyeur 
or have someone voyeuring you i don't know probably someone watching yeah i think because i know that it's definitely like it's not happened before on purpose but like me and my ex he had big windows we never shut the curtains oh brilliant that, I don't really care. Yeah. But also... I'm European. I like being naked. <laughs> that's true. But also... I just don't want to watch people having sex. It feels weird. Yeah, that's the thing is I'm I like... I don't watch porn. So, like, I don't, I'm not, like, yeah. desensitised to it. But I'm like, what... Um... If you watched a lot of porn, like, you'd be fine with watching people yeah, having probably. sex in the flesh. Because it's like, yeah, cool, done it. But also, like, I, when you watch this, are you supposed to feel comfortable? Are you supposed to, like, masturbate to it? Like, how are you... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Like, yeah. what do you do to it? Because, oh, like, if someone's watching you, you can just zone out and just enjoy it true true um well oh my gosh carol thank you so much for coming on this podcast i've had this has been so much fun it's been great to catch up to learn stories i haven't heard um to to learn you know about like theories of love and stuff and oh carol also gave me the title of a book do you want to tell me oh yeah oh my god so i bought this book like, um, I would say a month after me and my ex broke up. And it is the reason I didn't get back with him. Like, it's amazing. It's called Love Factually by Laura Mooker. Okay, brilliant. And it's it's based on psychological theory, philosophical theory, empirical evidence. But also the most interesting part about it is that she interviews people from the age of 10 to 80. Wow. From all around the world, all different walks of life, all different sexualities, about their experience with love. And it, I learn that it was never going to work with my ex and it never will yeah and but also like you have a specific way that you are attached to love and Mm -hmm. to people but also that can change depending on who you're with as well like carol and i agreed we don't love self-help books so it's really important i hate hate non-fiction books generally (laughs) it's a biography of a cartel leader i don't want to read it no true but this is amazing and there's a great audio book of it where the the author is reading it and i actually sent a copy of it to my ex after we broke up did you just because he needs to read it that's so funny anyone i know he needs to read it Okay, well, again, thank you so much for joining and it's been a real pleasure catching up with you. Yay, thank you. With the help of a bunch of other people who have made this podcast possible, I've compiled a list of rules that myself and my guests have to consent to before recording each episode. They are the following. If someone does not want to discuss something, they absolutely do not have to. Number two, respect privacy. Number three, if guests request not to have certain information shared, it is my duty to cut it out before publishing. Number four, correct use of pronouns for everyone. Number five, never use someone's actual name. This includes other people who will be mentioned in the stories. Number six, use of certain words. Before recording, we have established a few words that the guest or myself would not be comfortable using. They will be avoided. Number seven, this is not therapy. Our guest of the episode, my name is Carol Baskin, agreed to abide by these rules. I agree. You have my full consent. Alongside myself. Olo, I consent to abide by these rules. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review and or subscribe. Talk Dirty to Me HQ loves to hear from everybody. So send an email to talkdirty at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram. Talk.dirty.to dot me